Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of the Mindshare Mentorship Podcast. It's Kevin Whelan. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about fluctuating fees and services. So uh, one of the things that I've found over the last uh, year or so is that there's been a very high retention rate for the consulting work that I've been doing. And with that... Um, there's going to, there's been a lot of fluctuation in terms of how I price the services, how I scope them, how I move clients up and down, depending on their needs and ultimately just trying to keep things redistributed and in balance as much as possible. So one of the things I find is that after the first, you know, six months to a year, the value in the work that we do changes, either it goes up and the client has different and new challenges and needs to go on, or sometimes it goes down, in which case we need to really evaluate whether the work we're doing and the prices that I'm charging are aligned with the value of for the business, that they're getting something uh, that is tangibly more valuable than the, than the, 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 the money I'm charging. So with that, uh, I've, I've found myself making several kind of adjustments and maybe this is just a personal, I'm doing a kind of gut feel, you know, and some of it is more obvious and more mathematical, but I just thought I'd share a few of those stories with you in case, uh, anything kind of resonated with you and, and you're experiencing anything of a similar nature and just kind of wanted to show you behind the scenes of how I operate. Uh, so that if you're making you know, similar decisions or your gut tells you maybe you need to make similar decisions. At least you'll hear another person's perspective on what they're doing. So one client in particular, I dropped the price from 3,500 Canadian per per month uh, to $2,500 per month. Uh, the project was a new initiative and um, uh, they were, you know, they're doing education and uh, in a brick and mortar environment and they're now bringing it online into an online space. And with that, they're kind of creating this whole concept from scratch, a whole brand, a whole offshoot. Um, and there's like a related book associated with it. And there's all kinds of stuff that's going into it. And it's been very much a journey and an exploration. Uh, and it's not, you know, it's not monetized yet. It's kind of being funded as a separate project on the back of, of the, the, the educational institution, the school. And um, so, yeah, I mean, the, really, you know, there's no plans to make a cash flow positive for some period of time. But the long term view is to do things right. They want to make sure that the online education reflects well on their main brand and doesn't uh, undermine the the brick and mortar business because that's their bread and butter. Uh, and, you know, this is the long-term vision. They know that they can repurpose and, and re repackage and reproduce the content and license it. And there's all kinds of back-end monetization that can be done with an online first business. So the, the value, even though there's not an immediate ROI, uh, is a long-term play. And to the owners of the business, it means more than just, you know, turning it around and selling a few online courses. It's, it's about a new way of doing things and kind of uh, expanding the revenue opportunity for the company in the long term. So that's, that's kind of the game we're playing. And it's always important to remember the value that's equated to, to the work that we do. It's not always about the immediate ROI. It's sometimes about a much longer, much bigger vision. Sometimes it's about producing more revenue over the long term because they want to sell the business. Uh, other times it's because they want to change the business or do certain things or, or infuse one thing into another and, you know, or they want to attract investment opportunities. And there's all kinds of reasons to do business with you. And it's not always about immediate ROI. So it's really important to understand and talk and ask your clients, why does this matter? What's the bigger picture here? What's your exit strategy is something I asked a prospect the other day. And yeah, ultimately, uh, there's a lot of ways to slice and dice it. But with this particular client, it had been gone on for a little longer than we wanted to. We just finished some wireframes and now going to the design phase. And we've kind of really thought through a lot of the, the business, the business model, the concept, um, the marketing strategy. And so I, I, you know, at this point I'm like, well, the value isn't as high as it was. So I actually did 
two things. And I, in retrospect, I might have changed this a little bit. One, I dropped the price, as I said, from 3500 to 2500 uh, And then I also offered to expand my scope of a little bit of my services to to do a little bit more of like to, to apply my um, expertise to their to the to their brick and mortar school as well. So I think in, uh, th- that was sort of an afterthought. But in retrospect, I, I might have suggested that we uh, look at their school and, and have me apply, you know, my methodology and my thought process to to that as well as this online offering is a way of kind of creating more value for the company overall. Uh, but but I offered it as an extension and kind of left it. I said, if the scope changes, if we're, if we're on our current trajectory and you want me to you know, have a second set of eyes in your school, I can drop the price and it can look like this. And if the scope changes again or ramps up, uh, we can revisit how that looks. And that's, that gives me leeway and flexibility. I was proactive. I didn't need to ask them about it. I just intuitively, I thought that it was the right thing to do. So I did it. And, um, you know, the response uh, from the from the owners was very positive. Uh, they said, you know, I'm, I'm definitely kind of one of, you know, one of them, uh, which, you know, they're really great clients. So it's worth, it's worth making that flexible kind of uh, change to, to their services. Cause all, you know, they're a great, great company to work for and work with. And, uh, you want to always keep the longest term view possible with those clients, um, because they're rare, right? So you want to build your business on the, uh, around your best clients. So if the work changes dramatically in the future, I may, I may change it. I may increase the rates. I might, you know, it's always flexible. And by dropping your price, when you think it's right, you also have permission in my, in my opinion, to increase the, the rates when, when things, um, uh, warrant it when you can no longer offer them the level of attention that they need for the fees that you've set based on either the, how busy you are and or the value you're creating and other factors, primarily though, based on the value you're creating. So that's one example of a client. Uh, at the same time, I moved another client uh, who was kind of moving a little bit slowly with with their marketing. Uh, you know, we would have calls every other week, but not a lot would get done between calls, uh, even though they really need help with their marketing. There was for whatever reason, they kind of procrastinate. So what I've done is I've put them into the group program that I have in the co-working uh, consultancy, and that'll allow them a little bit more. Um, that will allow them a little bit more kind of peer uh, support and maybe even some accountability, which I think is going to be really helpful to them. So I that went from I think it was uh, it was like sixteen hundred or two thousand dollars down to uh, about seven hundred dollars per month. So. I've taken a little dip on that, but frankly, you know, the, the value wasn't lining up because they weren't implementing as much as they could. And I'd thought also they'd get more value. So as an advisor, your job is to be a fiduciary, to act in the best interest of your clients, even if it means taking a reduction in fees for yourself. But also I just know that generally they're going to be happier and get more results and be able to sustain it longer, um, in a group setting. So I had a bit of room in my group program. And, uh, so I decided to move them down there proactively and I suggested it to them because I felt it was the right thing to do for them. And I, I know that's going to come back and benefit me. I don't have to worry about, you know, losing a little bit of money here or there. I've got the luxury of a full plate. So, um, you know, that's kind of one of the benefits. You can always look after the best interest of your clients when you, you compensate yourself fairly and, um, and, you know, you've built your business in a way that allows you that kind of financial flexibility with your clients because ultimately it'll pay off in the long run, either through referrals, goodwill, testimonials, case studies, uh, or longer relationships. And that's another factor. Uh, another client, um, is in the process of growing and, um, we're reintegrating a few new members of staff and we're kind of starting again from scratch because uh, one member of staff left. And, uh, and so not only are they growing very quickly, they also have new staff and we're rebuilding things from, from the ground up again. So at one point I dropped my fees from about $4,500 a month down to 3000 and I left them there during the pandemic, even, uh, after their employee was no longer, no longer with them. 
Uh, so long story short, uh, new staff, same old system. We got to re-implement it back to more frequent calls and more, more work. Um, one of the things I, I often do is, well, you know, after six or eight or 12 months, I'll drop my price a little bit if they want to keep working with me. And it's because it's pretty much in maintenance mode and it's a good place to be. And I kind of shift gears to more of a, uh, marketing mentor to the, to the marketing manager and just kind of provide oversight and down and downside protection, uh, which is one of your jobs. You know, people like knowing that they've got the best person possible to oversee their work. So that's always nice. Uh, so that's one of the things that I do, uh, and I call it the continuity plan. Uh, so with this particular client, they're growing again and they've got new staff and the scope of work and therefore the value has increased and therefore I'm going to be raising my prices with them pretty soon as well, probably back to the original fees. Uh, another client, um, we're right at the end of our six month engagement, $5,500 us per month. Uh, also very fast growing, um, planning to like double, you know, in size over the next you know year or two. And, uh, and they're already quite big. So, and they, they have a, they need, they need what I offer. I'm helping to build their, their marketing team again from the ground up and add a lot of measurability and, uh, and rigor to their, to their program and budget tracking and all kinds of stuff so that it's very dialed in and systemized. We're inc- incorporating a whole project management suite with daily, weekly, monthly recurring tasks and a project manager and basically rebuilding things in the perfect sort of way for a fast growing multi-loca- multi-location business with dozens of locations. So with that particular client, I'll probably give them an offer that I'll say like, look, we can continue on this particular cadence and I can continue supporting your team in this particular way. And the fees will be maybe slightly lower than they were or around the same price. Or we can peel back a little bit. I can provide more of a backseat, you know, like mentoring your marketing manager and provide kind of sounding board to them and, and to the CEO as needed, but a little less hands-on, a little less access to the entire team, a little less frequent calls. We're currently at two calls a week plus as many as needed. Uh, and then I can drop the price a little bit. And so I like to give clients that option um, because I like to charge a good fair rate to begin with, especially for the bigger clients. You know, uh, $5,500 US a month is not nothing, especially when I'm juggling know, seven or eight other clients and some group stuff. So, um, uh, and yeah, so, I mean, but I also want to make sure that it's aligned with, with the value and, and I get, you know, fairly compensated and also, um, uh, you know, the work that I do and, uh, you know, is going to make a big impact and it's aligned with their goals. And so what I'll do is now it's the end of the six month, I'll check in on their goals and then see where they're headed, see what they're valuing, see what could be better or different, and then see if I can do anything differently or help them, uh, in, in a new a new way and then maybe adjust the price accordingly. So very much a conversation and, um, but I don't want to arbitrarily drop the price with them because I know I'm adding a ton of value. So I would have to, in this case, um, remove something off the table in terms of some of the, the, uh, the scope that I provide. Uh, so at the end of the day, this stuff is all about value, right? And that's kind of what you want to do. You want to leave, there's kind of a variance between the, the fee you charge and the value that you generate over time. Um, so you always want to leave enough meat on the bone that the client's getting like an obviously great amount of value off the work you do. Sure, there are cases where you're going to want to charge significant rates for one-off strategic projects. So for me, if it's a one-off project, I charge in the multiple or in the yeah multiple five figures or sometimes you know uh, five figures, like ten thousand to twenty to thirty thousand dollars for strategic engagements. Uh, if I think it's going to be a one-off, otherwise I'll try to package it into some sort of an ongoing thing and then kind of slow and steady build things over time, which is the way most things are built anyways. Um, but yeah, so ultimately you want to leave, you want to always keep an eyeball on how much value is being generated here. 
What's the business case for working together? And can I reasonably justify the work that I'm doing right now and adding, you know, I'm adding enough value relative to my fees. And, you know, sometimes you have to intuit it. Chances are, though, you're going to undervalue the work that you're doing. So it's always good to check in with your clients on what their goals are, what they would mean to the business, either financially or intangibly, you know, through, you know, if it allows the CEO to not have to worry so much about marketing because you're on the team, that's worth something, even though, you know, you may only increase revenue by X. So what are those levers of value? It's good to check in. It's good to intuit it, not to sell yourself short, have conversations around their goals and be frank and say, Hey, like this isn't moving at the speed we needed to, or we're not really making as much achievements as we wanted on these particular things. Uh, how do you feel about this? Like sometimes it's good to just check right in and see how they, they go. Uh, another client canceled and they're at a lower tier or they paused at the end of last year, kind of canceled. And, uh, they were on a kind of an old pricing and which has since nearly doubled and, um, they're coming back, but they didn't promise that they'd come back. And, uh, you know, they kind of abruptly stopped and I'm fine to welcome them back. Cause I think I can help them, but my fees are, are higher and, and the value for them and the stakes are higher again. So that's kind of the way that works as well. So all these decisions, it's not about dropping your price. It's about thinking about value and being objective as much as you can about what those values are and, uh, and just checking in and being real and, uh, making sure you're over delivering for your clients either way. Um, so that's kind of the moves that I've been making in my business. Uh, a lot of my clients have been with me all for at least a year, many of them and a few new ones, but, um, you know, that usually means I have to keep, you know, keep checking in, keep being honest about the value that's being created and, and, uh, articulate it and justify it and say, what's the value here? How, like, how are we doing? And are we meeting our goals? And, um, what's the business case to continue working together? And I, I do that all the time, you know? Uh, I think clients value it and I like to be frank. I don't want to ever be blindsided by, well, this isn't, um, this isn't creating enough value or, or, you know, this isn't worthwhile for us to do. So, uh, you know, I, I, I never like that to sneak up on anybody cause then it, you know, one day your relationship ends. I rather just kind of talk about things and be very forthcoming with how's this working for you? What's the value? What, you know, what are we trying to work on? What's going to be the value of that? Um, and have those frank discussions and that's the best way to run it. Uh, and when in doubt, try to add more value, try not to just drop your price, but, uh, to see if there's ways that, you know, that you can add more value without dropping your price and say, you know, I noticed that we're doing this. Um, I think we can do a little bit more and I'm willing to throw in a little bit more for you based on your current needs and how you've used our services together. So that's probably one of the best ways to approach it. But if you've worked with someone for a long enough time and the value is diminished and you're kind of cruising, then, you know, drop the price a bit. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, that's up to you and your personal, uh, your personal kind of decision-making. So anyway, I hope that helps. Um, yeah, if this has been helpful for you to leave a comment below, uh, in the, in the Mindshare forum and, and let me know what you think and, uh, share this with maybe share this group with a friend. I'd, I'd always appreciate it if you have a few uh, referrals and, um, yeah, that's how this group is going to grow. And, uh, if you're looking for more, um, that I can help you with, just drop a question or comment in the, in the group. And I'm always happy to record an answer to whatever you're working on. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thanks again, as always. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye.